Looking to get started in PE? Check out the MasculineHealthSolutions.com ebook available now titled How to Get a Bigger Penis. All right, so all you guys looking to make gains in the male enhancement, penis enlargement, penis enhancement realm, this book is for you. And if you're a beginner, this is just the book you may have been looking for. So be sure to check it out at MasculineHealthSolutions.com. The link is in the description below. Again, the book is titled How to Make Your Penis Bigger, and it will offer you all the knowledge and know-how that you need to get started on your PE journey. All right, without any further ado, let's jump on in. What is going on, gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Mask and Health Solutions podcast, where I hope you guys are doing fantastic today. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, and I hope that number of blessings and good things make it into your life. Now, what I want to discuss today was going back to the, the fat loss, different steps, you know, and obviously this is a big one that comes up. Uh, well, this topic is a big one that comes up, and a lot of people kind of have different interpretations of what they should be doing. And the topic that we're going to discuss today is none other than cardio, right? So a lot of people come up to me and they're like, hey, man, I just saw the new hit 5,000 where I got to work out like a madman where I got to sprint and do this. And I'm like, listen, listen, let's take a step back, right? Let's take a step back. So first and foremost, you got to ask yourself, why are you doing this cardio, right? Are you looking to become an incredibly uh, just incredible athlete or are you looking to burn fat right and in our in this case we're looking to burn fat right we're looking for weight loss and if you're looking for weight loss you're looking to burn fat you don't necessarily got to go super high intense all the time there is a time and place which is something that we will discuss right but for the most part you want to focus on making sure you're in a caloric deficit which will lead to fat loss but you want to focus on doing that through food to give you a little bit of perspective, if I go hard in the paint, let's say I do a pretty intense cardiovascular uh, half an hour workout, right? Let's say I go pretty hard, you know, I do a little bit of running, maybe a little bit of some rope drills, conditioning, all that jazz. Let's say I do all that good stuff. And let's say I burn 300 calories in about half an hour. It's pretty substantial, right? 300 calories. However, if I go to my local pizza shop and I get myself a nice decent slice of pizza that slice will probably be about 300 to 400 calories right to just give you perspective which is why i think it's a lot easier for us to just say hey you know what i'm gonna get into this caloric deficit via the food that i don't take in kind of like we were talking about omission earlier in um a couple of the last uh well in the last episode past episodes that we've done on the fat loss program Right. So what you want to do is look for a simpler and easier way for you to get into that caloric deficit. When you get into cardio and doing intense bouts of cardio and all that jazz, it's not the greatest for you. Right. Because you'll be extremely taxed. You'll be tired and you'll be doing a whole lot to I mean, it's not like it's not going to reward you in the way that you want, but you want to leave the extremes for as long as possible, you know. 
You want to grab the low hanging fruit. You want to be able to do something that you can pretty much integrate into your life almost on a daily basis, which brings into the next topic, which I think is a little bit more important when it comes to fat loss. And that's neat. That's non-exercise activity time. If I'm not mistaken. I might be screwing up the T. But what this essentially means is that you are being active in a way that isn't necessarily exercise, right? So don't think exercise so much. This is more, you know what, I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to park right at the end of the parking lot and I'm going to walk all the way to, you know, across the parking lot to get to the grocery store. You know, whether you're going to Walmart or whatever the case may be, or it's like, you know what, I'm going to go for an hour long walk today. Again, from a caloric standpoint, it may not be, you know, massive, but it's cumulative. And what that means is that over time throughout the day, you may have burned an excess of 700 calories, 800 calories without even knowing it, but most importantly, without taxing the body, right? And when you do not tax the body, it makes it easier for you to stay in this groove for longer. Whereas, you know, other people will go to the gym and they're like, I'm going to go on the Stairmaster and just go ape. And then I'm going to do this HIT and I'm going to just be completely worn out. Your joints are sore. You know, you feel like crap, you know, combine that with your, with your strength uh, portion of the exercise. It's not the greatest thing for you. And it's not the most beneficial in the long run because it just taxes you so much. Whereas if you focus more on the whole, how am I going to get, you know, more of this activity into integrated into my daily life, which will lead to a caloric deficit. Now, how do I go about doing that? And what I would recommend right off the bat is go for a walk, right? Walk around more. Like I kind of alluded to earlier, you know, if you can park as far away as possible and walk to the grocery store, that will do wonders. But one of the best things that you can do is just, you know, set about an hour apart every single day. If you get your diet on point, you, well, I would recommend, you know, you do a strength, um, you do, you have some type of strength routine because you need that overtime. I mean, one of the, biggest indicators to how healthy you will be as you grow old will be, you know, your muscle, the tissue that you have on your body, right? You want to make sure that you're working out. You got to make sure that you're keeping those muscles on point, you know, not necessarily for aesthetics, baby. You got to make sure that these muscles are functioning because if not, man, it's going to suck when you turn 60 and your hips are all out of whack. You want to avoid that. So, that being said, you do want to make sure you have a strength portion integrated into whatever your exercise program may be, but you also want to focus on that non-exercise activity time. You want to focus on that knee. And going back to what I was saying before, I kind of went off. <laughs> you do want to get, you know, at least a half an hour walking, an hour walking. We are living in the most sedentary time of humanity where everybody's suffering from back issues, you know, hip mobility issues, and all these things are just leading to more pain, chronic pain, you know, combine that with chronic stress and all that jazz, which is just not good for you. So what I would recommend is, you know, set an hour apart every day. If you can, I know some people are like, nah, man, I don't want to walk for an hour a day. But if you are able to set apart anywhere from half an hour to an hour a day to just walk, you want to get the most out of it, walk in nature. And doing that, man, you're going to oxygenate yourself. You're going to feel fantastic. The Japanese actually use this as a form of medication against depression. Why? Because when you go into nature, you just feel a whole lot better. So 
Do yourself a favor, man. If you can, get into a forest, get lost, and get walking. <laughs> Don't actually get lost. I mean, I make sure that you can still come back to society, right? But you do want to make sure you're able to set that time apart. And if you look at some of the biggest bodybuilders out there that get just bone dry, shredded, you'll see that a lot of these guys will implement low uh, impact cardio. And the reason for it is that it just doesn't tax the joints as much. If you do not tax the joints, you know, you don't feel as sore. You can make sure that you can focus, you know, put that energy that you need for those more difficult strength, um, strength workouts or the hypertrophy workouts that you're doing. And you can have a better balance, right? If you're able to balance the two things, you are going to get the best out of both worlds, right? Which is in the case of most guys is you want to get your muscles as big as possible and get as ripped as possible, right? And obviously I know there's a movement for fat acceptance, but let's be real, man. Let's be completely honest. If you are fat, you are probably not healthy. Obesity ain't sexy. I mean, obesity is a precursor to a whole bunch of diseases, ranging from type 2 diabetes, uh, heart issues. I mean, you name it, man, heart disease, strokes, all that bad stuff. <laughs> so you can say whatever you want. And to me, it's just like, you can't justify it, right? So you want to make sure that you get in shape. And you know what? You get rid of the jiggle, it's going to do you a world of good. Believe you me, I've worked with clients that have lost over 40 pounds and they're just like, bro, I feel like I'm a different human being. And now I feel like my mind is sharper. The sex is better. Hey, the rectal quality is better. You know, all that stuff comes into play, man. Like we cannot deny one facet of the body, you know, and, and think we're going to excel somewhere else. We, the body's connected guys. So mind, body, soul, all that stuff, man. And, you know, obviously for male enhancement, you got to make sure that you are able to function maximally so get that non-exercise activity time up you know get walking and again you know just get your cardio in it doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be super high intensity however you know there are people that are hey like i'm short on time and obviously you know i still want to make sure i get something good is is it wrong for me to sprint is it wrong for me to do high intensity cardio the answer is not at all obviously it is extremely good for the body the reason why I don't get people of my clients to jump into it immediately is because a lot of people will hurt themselves. You want to build yourself up to it. And again, in the same way that I approach PE, I think it's important for you to always reach for the low hanging fruit. When you reach for the low hanging fruit, that means start off slow, work your way up. The problem is, is that the fitter you are, the harder it's going to be for you to burn fat because your body's going to be functioning a lot better. It's like, oh, I can take this. No problem. I don't got to take this fat and use it for energy. Whereas if I'm not as fit, your body's like, ah, I gotta grab this from somewhere. And it'll just start grabbing at the fat and be like, perfect, this'll do. <laughs> My glycogen stores are low, I'm gonna go with this. And you will burn more fat faster. HIT though, does have a place. And if anybody's carb cycling, man, you can definitely use HIT, you know, um, you combine that along with you know your low carb days so what you do is you'll do a high intensity interval set for people that don't know what that means think about it as almost like 30 seconds i'd say about 80 percent uh, as hard as you can go to put it in simple terms and then what you will do is de-escalate and you'll basically go for like a minute or 20 seconds or 10 seconds you can kind of choose the interval that you want right this isn't true true hit cardio Hit cardio is actually misunderstood. A lot of people think, you know, it's like 
it's got to be like that, like 30 seconds, 10 seconds. Like, no, no, no. If you do true HIT, you're going to be basically going through your ATP, right? Which you do not have a whole lot of. That's adenosine triphosphate. And that system, man, this is quick bouts, right? This is very, very quick bouts, like a sprint. All out sprint, you got nothing left after 10 seconds. You're huffing, puffing, and it's probably going to take you about a minute to two minutes to recover. Most people don't really do, do that. That's true HIT. Like, that's true HIIT. For the most part, what we see is just intense interval training, right? And even with my clients that, you know, leveling up, you know, we, we go that route. We don't go true HIIT, <laughs> true HIIT cardio, because that is most people, unless you're an elite athlete, no place for it. And like I said, like, if you're looking to burn fat, it's not a necessity either. So that being said, if you're doing HIIT, you want to make sure that you can do it in a way that's best suited for you. Now, going back to the low carb days and how you combine it, the reason why it's excellent is that you will basically, I mean, if you do your strength set before, like your strength workout, you will probably deplete most of your glycogen stores, right? And at this point, your body will be reaching for more fat. As far as the burning fat for 24 hours after, there's a lot of science that says it is, and there's people that debate that it's not. Regardless, you want to just make sure you're in a caloric deficit at the end of the day. So if you're in a three, four, 500 caloric deficit that's perfect because times that by five you know or times it by seven actually 500 times seven 3500 that's one pound of body fat that you will lose approximately at the end of the week right that being said you know over time your body will adapt and even if you are in that caloric deficit which i think might actually be a little bit too much right off the hop your body will adapt and it will become more difficult right so just something to keep in mind which is why it's important you know start start off slow get as much as you can of that low-hanging fruit and then slowly start bringing it up and then you can start implementing the hit days if you really want to mix it up just you know you want to randomize it a little bit so your body doesn't get used to it as soon as your body becomes accustomed to it reaches homeostasis guess what it's just like all right cool i could do this all day <laughs> And that's when you will probably experience a plateau. And that's where you got to rev it up again and, you know, throw something different in. And that's where you can use the hit cardio, right? And then that's where you can scale it back and be like, okay, well, what if I make my low intensity um, walk a little bit longer? Or what if I do a different machine or just simple tweaks like that will help out so that you never, ever plateau, right? But this is basically my take on cardio and how you should implement it from a very simplistic approach. Obviously, if you work with me, I make it a little bit more detailed and, you know, we focus more on the nuances and different things that we can really work on to make sure that you'll always be burning fat throughout your entire journey. Because if not, you know, what's the point? And obviously, you know, after four months, we'll reach a maintenance phase. And in this phase, it's completely different, right? Where it's just kind of like, okay, well, you know, you'll be walking more than anything for anti-aging purposes, baby, which is also what you need <laughs> because you want to age gracefully. And that's the one thing that I'm learning about more, more than anything these days, because it's super crucial to being healthy, right? And you slow down that aging process and it will work wonders for you in the long run. You know, I've got a podcast coming up with Dr. Joseph Antoon, who just, man, this guy broke down some major knowledge as to how fasting and how anti-aging is beneficial and all the wonderful things that he's figured out and that he's worked on, right? So definitely going to be bringing that to the table. So, you know, 
be aware there is an episode coming out all about that good stuff. <laughs> but that being said, you do want to focus on getting cardio in. Is cardio going to be the make it or break it factor for your fat loss journey? No, not at all. It's going to be nutrition. Nutrition is always, I honestly think is paramount. And you want to make sure that you maintain your muscle mass. Maintaining your muscle mass will make sure that your body says, hey, you know what, this energy, I need it for, for the muscles. I got to keep them, you know, where they're at right now. So I got to keep them growing. If I keep, you know, tearing down those fibers, I got to make sure that all that good stuff keeps going, right? And that's why I think it's as important as it is for you to always, always focus on nutrition, nutrition over everything, you know, let food be that medicine, right? Is cardio important? Definitely. And unless you're planning to really, you know, do a bodybuilding show, I don't think it's the most make it or break it important thing. I do think it's more important for you to focus on your, um, your weights, you know, focus on the hypertrophy focus on building muscle, focus on maintaining muscle. But that being said, you throw in some low intensity cardio, you focus on those exercise, well, non-exercise activities that you can do throughout the day that will help put you into a bigger caloric deficit. It will work wonders for you and it will help on your fat loss journey, right? So if you do have a heart rate monitor or a step counter, make sure you use that too, just so that that way you can, you can just follow your activity levels and you know what you're up to and you know how much you're losing. And then that way you can gauge it better, which means that when the time comes for you to maybe have to, if you got to step it up a little bit, you can do that. No problem. No issue. Right. So that being said, it's important for you to do cardio, but it's most important for you to focus on your nutrition. Make sure like we talked about before, you're omitting that bad stuff tracking your calories, tracking your macronutrients, at least until you get to where it is that you want to go. And now that you're there, let's say you reach that place, focus on your maintenance, man. And at this point, you just got to make sure you don't slip back into the old habits. But that being said, that concludes today's episode on the fat loss, uh, fat loss series that we're doing, because I know a lot of guys want to look good for summer. So that being said, that's all for today's episode. And if you do have questions or you want to work with me as far as uh, personal training goes, get all that good stuff sorted out, man, shoot me a DM. I'll have the links down below. All right, guys, until the next episode.